Welcome. Welcome to Budo Beach Sports. I am your host, Jose Garza. I think we're live. I'm not quite sure right now. Uh, anyways, guys, I'm doing a fantasy football mock draft with Jesse Mendes, Arturo Ibarra, and my boy, Luis. Luis, how do you say your last name? I can, I've been butchering it for years. Alanis. How do you butcher that? Alanis. <laughs> Honestly, you get Alanis all the time. Thank you. Mr. Alanis. Alanis, exactly. <laughs> <With the> carpet. <laughs> exactly. Like it happens. Carpet, you think you thought it was just me? Like, hello? No. Anyways, guys, doing a mock draft today. Art and Lewis are on the Fantasy Football League with me for Puro Pincha Sports. Um, Jesse's here really to play the role of, of a noob. To sure. play a role of a guy who will disrupt the league when we're trying to be smart, and uh, he fucks everything over. So everyone has that, right? Art, you're the toilet bowl champion. Back to my years. place today. Ah, well, maybe who knows? I know. If Jesse, know. if Jesse grades better than you in this, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe he should take over your, your team. He can. Okay, absolutely. Well, it's okay. You didn't set the bar too high. <laughs> <laughs> he said he flushed it up the toilet. <laughs> Well, anyways, guys, I know how chaotic it is today with the NBA free agency. Hope hope your team found the right guy. And if you're the Spurs, you didn't find the right guy yet. Maybe. Ah, <laughs> no. oh, fuck your Chicago teams. Anyways, <laughs> let's get started, guys. Mock Jeff start. Four participants. Let's get on. I think he's going to randomize this. Art gets the first pick. I get the second. Uh, I'm okay with that. Daddy gets nine and Lewis gets three. Gee, I wonder who's daddy. That could be your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, thank you. No, thank you. All right, Art. What's your first pick, which you probably would never get in your life? And actually, this year, you're not going to get it at yeah, all. So. Get, yeah, so we won't get the first pick that actually goes to the winner of last year's champions. Uh, so that would be Alex Mantia. He'll get it. Um, let's see how this goes. Let's see how this goes. Christian McCaffrey goes first off the board. Lewis, do you think that's expected? Do you think Christian McCaffrey, after everything that happened to him last year, is going to happen again? No, nah, personally, I'd probably pick him um, maybe two. I think Derrick Henry should be one-to-one. -one. Really? Yeah. And are you surprised that he's still rated, like, number four? I am actually super surprised. I think he stays healthy throughout the whole season and playoff run, and just Derrick Henry just becomes a workhorse. I got you, man. I got you. All right. Well, the second pick, I'm not picking Derrick Henry. Um, I'm going to actually go with uh, good old Dalvin Cook. I think it's a safe pick, good pick. He gets hurt a few times, but, you know, when Minnesota Vikings are good and they're trying to win some games, that's who they definitely pick up. So, Lou, you're number three. And I'll be going Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. That's not even a tough decision for you. Now, all the teams have picked. Now it's uh, Jesse. The noob, the man who's going to disrupt this whole thing. Jesse, your thoughts on your first fantasy draft? I mean, mock draft in this case. I am definitely liking this, you know. <laughs> Do you know what you're doing? Do you know who these players are? I know that I am similar, a shade of skin, like some of these folks. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why do we... these guys for who they are? That's all I'm doing. <laughs> first of all, 
I think I'm gonna go with Austin, and I'm gonna butcher this. Ekilier. <laughs> what? That's what I'm going with. So we got Austin Ekilier. Eckler, Eckler. Like you even mess it up, Ekilier. I was going for Jesse. Come oh, on. I don't, I don't, know, I don't even know at this point. All right, Jesse, you get the pick again. Second yeah, round, brother. fourth pick. What do you got, Let's brother? See. Lewis, would you have made that pick at nine? Would you have picked Austin Eckler over a lot of other names that were on there, like Nick Chubb and Aaron Jones? Honestly, I do have high hopes for Austin Eckler this year, to be honest. If he's to stay healthy, I think. But over Jones a- and Chubb? Even Tyreek Hill? I think he's going to get in a PPR league, yes. Hmm, interesting. So just to clarify this, this is a full PPR. Yes. Two flex spots. Yes. One QB. Two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one defense, and then six bench spots. So for everyone in my league knows, that's exactly what Art mentioned right now. As he stated, that's the roster. No kicker this season. Uh, We're definitely negating that, and we're going to have a two flex. So that should be a lot of fun. Okay, Jesse's second pick, I like a little better, DeAndre Hopkins. That was a really good one. Chris Carson, Lou. Thank you. He just stuck out to me, you know? Oh, did he? He did. Did he? Okay. All right, Lewis, you put Chris Carson. He burned you last year, though. He did burn me yes. last year, but honestly, throughout the season, I thought he was pretty consistent. So you've done a great job so far picking up two running backs, back-to-back, Derrick Henry uh, with Chris Carson. That's that's a good stat. Me, I'm going to go with a guy who brought me back from the dead. Um, I was there pretty much in last place after, like, what, four weeks, five weeks, and then he brought me back to at least make to the playoffs, and overall went third. I'll go with Justin Jefferson on this one, guys. Definitely think he's worthy of the second round 11 pick. 12-man roster. Jesse, your thoughts on just in general right now. Like, what do you what do you think as a, someone that's coming new? Like, is your first draft? Like, how do you feel overall? So, definitely as a noob, I really like the way this is set up. It definitely uh, kind of dumbs it down for you, you know? Hmm. How, how so? Uh, you have expert notes on all the players. You have suggested players. Uh, you have summaries. Um, yeah, it just makes the things a lot easier. You have statistics, projections. Is there anything you would have liked to have been like told or known beforehand, like before you started drafting and stuff like that? Like, uh, you know, as a, as a newcomer, is there anything you would have like like information you would like to know? Mm, I think a lot of it is, I guess, because if you're doing fantasy and you're throwing money down. You should already know a lot of this information. So you wouldn't suggest it for someone like yourself who doesn't watch football at all? Not at a $100 buy-in, but true, I, definitely, true. <laughs> I, I definitely would recommend someone trying this, and especially with this kind of setup. It makes things a lot easier. Um, I think it kind of makes it a lot more fair, especially for a noob like me, because I'm able to see the stats. Yeah, absolutely. Art, you just picked up George Kittle. Mm-hmm. You're picking again right now. What are you looking for? What What is missing on your roster? You already have a tight end. You have a running back. What is your next move? So, yeah, 30 seconds. Yeah, what I'm looking at right now is whether I should go wide receiver. I mean, George Kittle would be considered my one of my wide receivers, one, just because of the – How great he is on tight end. Gets. Yeah, so I can either double up and do two running backs or do wide receiver and tight end. So I think I'm going to go – I'm just going to fill it up. I – I probably wouldn't have done this, but. So what you're saying is you will do this. and no, I'm just kidding. 
Um, all right, Terry McLaurin goes first in the third round. Not a bad pick. Terry McLaurin definitely a top receiver, number one option with uh, Washington. Do you think that he'll still be top in fantasy with an, the unknown in Washington as far as quarterbacks? Yeah, I sure. mean, you got yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Definitely a little too risky. With Ryan Fitzpatrick, I definitely do think he could be the top 10 uh, receiver just because Fitzpatrick's just not scared to throw the ball. Unlike, you know, the guys he had last year, like Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Alex Smith's not scared, but he's very injury prone at this point with it, what happened to him. And, I mean, thank you for your career, Alex Smith. I know you're retired now, so somebody would pick you up. Um, best of luck. But, yeah, Terry McLaurin, scary Terry for a reason. Um, yeah, for sure. And I was looking at getting either Keenan Allen or A.J. Brown. Um so but I'm looking at the weeks, so I'm trying to keep them on the buys just to have my strong number ones, just not on the same bye week. Okay. So AJ Brown was on week 13, same as uh, McCaffrey, and George Kittle was week six. So Keenan Allen is seven, but I didn't want to cut it too short. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, playoffs doesn't start till week 17 this season, since it's, uh, we're going to be uh, 18 week, pretty much league. Or I mean, we're going to avoid that. Uh, I'm gonna go with my guy. DK Metcalf. Cut that real close. Trying to get you out talking about this. Yeah. 90 seconds. <laughs> Just kept that really close. Huh? And here we're going with Ken Allen for sure. Oh, Lewis, can you press the mute button on there? Where's the mute button at? Damn. I got you. You closed me out, bro. Did I? Yeah. Oh, shit. Not closing me out, but then where we chrome? Yeah. Got it. Oh, my bad. My bad. All right. Well, who did you pick next, Lou? I didn't get to see. Keenan Allen. Oh, Keenan Allen. Okay, that's not that's a good pickup right there. All right, Daddy. Are you sure you don't want to be called Zaddy? <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at right now? I think I'm looking at DeAndre Swift. Okay, okay. Is it because he's the best option that experts have right now, or? Then I really like his hair, you know. Do you? Do you? You wish you can grow your hair out like that? Sometimes, man. I believe it. All right, what do you think overall so far this season? I mean, I know we talked about in the last episode where you're worried about injuries. We're worried. We talked about the whole vaccination. Actually, you know what? Art, skip that. Lewis, how do you feel about the whole vaccination thing so far? The NFL is trying to pressure with everybody. Honestly, it's <clears throat> definitely real controversial. I think players should definitely have a little bit more of their option. Yeah. Um, as it is, I just think there's too many unknowns with the vaccine, vac- with the vaccination. Personally, I'm vaccinated, but you know, everyone has their opinions on it. Mm-hmm. Jesse, have you been keeping up with the whole NFL or vaccination issue? Overall, what's your thoughts on like people needing to get vaccinated or the people that choose not to? What are your thoughts? Um, I am definitely for recommending people to get vaccinated, especially if they think they're at risk or. If they have health issues, uh, if they're older, if you're young and healthy, then you might not need it, but I'm still going to recommend it. I, I, I'm definitely against forced vaccinations because mm-hmm. uh, nothing is like any, any information we have isn't something that's like information long term on the body. I know a lot of I have a lot of friends who aren't taking it who are pregnant mm-hmm. for that specific reason. Understood. Um, so there's a whole lot of information we don't know. And I know. I know a lot of people gave the CDC a lot of crap because there's a lot of information that they'll you say got and then they change. Drop, by the way. Um, but yeah, so that's something that's kind of 
so. Uh, Good. Let's see, let's see. Who do you pick, guys? Who do you pick? Let me know. Let me know. He picked Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. That's actually Honestly, a big that's pick. A, that's a that's good a pick pretty up. good pickup. And see, that's not see that's something you know most people wouldn't know sometimes. Like noobs, I would say. I mean, that's what we know. He's a good pickup. That's a but good. That, that's, that's a, a solid wide receiver core, though. He has Hopkins, Cooper, and Godwin. Mm-hmm. And then Austin oh. Josh Jacobs, interesting choice. Why? Why did you go that route? You already had a good start with the running backs. Why is that your fourth pick? I think so. We're doing what two running backs and a flex, and we're doing an extra flex this year, aren't we? Yeah. So I think overall it's safer to go flex with the running backs. So you play two to three running backs in your lineup, uh, and then he's the number one option over there, and he did decently. If he can stay healthy, I think he could definitely be up there this year. Gotcha. I'm looking at my roster right now. I have a running back. I have two wide receivers. I'm solid there to start. Normally what I would tell in most cases the last couple of years, I told Art, because kind of like with the last years since Art was new with fantasy football, I've kind of been advising him a lot. Does he take my advice a lot? No, he doesn't. He makes some decisions <laughs> that, you know, really you, bad bad trades and stuff like that. Hence the toilet bowl, you know? Yeah, 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 hence the toilet bowl. So, I mean, he's putting my reputation down little by little <laughs> as he does that. But uh, I would tell him before – a dual running back to start is the best thing to do. But injury-wise with recent years and the way the quarterbacks are forcing, uh, I don't know, I feel like the running backs have lost a little value, not just in the pay scale, right, because we all know how they're, they're paid really little. But, like, right now, it just it just feels like running backs have lost a little value. In- injury-wise, Lewis, would you agree injury-wise? They injury hurt us a lot. For sure, for sure. It's definitely hard to keep a running back, especially your workhorses. Those are probably the toughest ones to keep healthy. Yeah, I mean, we've lost Saquon two I mean, years in a row. Yeah, Saquon. If you've gotten Saquon, it's been a killer for you. Um, guys that you didn't imagine being top running backs have emerged as top running backs. Eric Henry has stolen the show the last two years, sure. I would say. And it's more, he's more of the latter of the year, not early on. So that's where you, you're conflicted in fantasy. And you pick up Derrick Henry, you know, he's not going to be the greatest early, about the first eight weeks. But the last nine, he's usually great. Now it's going to be a little tougher now, right? 18-week schedule, 17 games. Where is Derrick Henry that right there? Art, you just picked up Travis Etienne. What makes you go there with the rookie? What what makes you believe that he's going to break out, be a top uh, running back this year? So it's not the breakout. What I'm certain, what I'm kind of going for, I'm going for the pass catching. Right? Pass catching. Okay. So I know Tristan will do a lot of the pass catching. Robinson will do a lot of the workhorse. Uh, kind of like same idea that we saw with uh, Chubb and Kareem Hunt last year. Okay. So just like uh, our invitee, now our, our guest right here, Big Lou 22 which is his name on Fantasy, he said, you know, you do want to go at least two running backs for your safe spot and then one as your flex. So right here I'm going to go – uh, double on it. Okay. So looking at Art's team right now, people that are watching live or watching later on can see that Art's got McCaffrey, he's got uh, Hunt, he's got Tyreek McLaurin, he's got Kittle, and he's got Etienne. Um, because you picked Kareem Hunt, good pick. Um, at one point last year, I, I had him, I drafted him and Chubb, uh, but then the conflict, you know, <laughs> who to play, you know, one flex, so tell us I gave up Hunt. Um, but this this uh, model here, which using fantasy pros for this, uh, is said Hunt is better than NTN right now, so they moved them off. 
Do you agree that Hunt will be overall better fantasy points than uh, Etienne? So I think Etienne is going to get the workload just because of the connection that he has with Lawrence. Now I'm not saying they're a great team. They they don't have they don't really have a good offensive line, but we do see that with the Browns. So I think Kareem Hunt's going to have better production than Etienne will though. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'm up right now. Got about 30 seconds. And if everyone's noticed, I haven't really picked up my second running back yet. I picked up two wide receivers and a tight end since Salvin Cook. This one's going to rely a lot on health. Gaskin. Miles Gaskin's going to be my guy right now. I think that he had a good breakout year last year uh, with the Dolphins. And with a new... Wide receiver core, probably a whole different change. Gaskin will have another good year, maybe top 15, maybe top 10. Hoping for the best. But right now, I think I'm solid at wide receiver. Lewis, what are you looking at right now for your team? So typically, I usually don't do what I'm about to do, but I'm about to pick up a QB kind of early on. I usually like picking QB kind of late. But this this might be a little biased just because I'm a Cowboy fan, but Prescott, before injuring himself, before breaking his ankle last year, was on pace for a record-breaking season. I think he could definitely be a top three uh, QB this year. Dang, so you picked Prescott over Murray. I would. Yeah. I would. I mean, and the real reason and, why is because he has a lot of skill to throw down. And then and they the, get – The receiving core is crazy. And if you look at it last year, almost three receivers were almost at 1,000 yards for the season. And think about it, too. The defense has sucked ass. Cowboys fan Lewis here knows that they sucked ass, so they had to catch, play catch-up, and throwing is the fastest way to do it. Uh, Jesse, what are you looking at right now since you just drafted Mr. Henderson? Ooh, Darrell Henderson. Why him, Jesse? Why Henderson? <laughs> Why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> Why well, just want to know? Why did you choose him? Because I needed a running back. Did you? I did. Okay, I'm looking at your roster right now. Okay, you really did. You were just like me. You needed one. Now you're picking again. Um, I see you have two wide three wide receivers and two running backs. Um, you can definitely see your roster list, Jesse, on your left, of course, and you can definitely mm-hmm. see what you need. Do any of these guys that are on the suggestion board right now, is that, that look like somebody you need right now? Um, on my list, I can I see Kenny Alday, Odell Beckham, Mike Davis, and Aaron Rodgers. I would think I'm trying to look for a tight end. Okay. Best tight ends available right now is Mark Andrews. Actually, a really good pickup right now because if you think about it, Lamar Jackson, even though he has COVID, has no weapons except for Mark Andrews, and he's always a top five in fantasy football. So great move there, Jesse. Uh, I had to give myself some points, though, because I think I had to kind of let him to you, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, I was looking at him, but you definitely nudged me in the right direction. All right, Lewis, what are you looking at right now? I'm definitely looking at tight ends just because tight ends is always real slim on the top tight ends in the season. The top one's already off the board, to be honest with you. Um, Do you regret a little bit picking a quarterback that early? Because um, it hurts. It might set you back a little bit on tight ends. I don't, to be honest, because honestly, the tight ends that I prefer were already off the board, which would be uh, Kittle, um, Hill. Sorry, Kittle, Kelsey. Correct. And uh, Darren Waller. Those are the top three that you would want. Other than that, you kind of just scream your tight ends throughout the season. I would say right now, if um, y'all are using Fantasy Pros for your draft simulators, um, it's definitely helpful. If you look at your right corner, guys, on when you're drafting, like, for example, I'm I'm next. 
My I need a quarterback and a flex. For Art, who is still her 86, he needs a quarterback, wide receiver, and a flex. So this app really helps you a lot. I think Fantasy Pros is a really good podcast that really helps you out. He's not they're not sponsoring us at all with this shit. I'm just giving them blow props with this whole thing. Um who do you listen to, Art, for like fantasy football tips? So I've been losing, uh, losing. <laughs> yes, I have been losing. As you, know, you have, you're right. right. <laughs> you have, you Got it. Uh, but I've been listening to the I've been listening to the fantasy footballers on it. I uh, mm-hmm. also listen to the CBS one, um, and just any any YouTube video that I have. Just whenever I have some downtime, that's that's what I listen to. Um, it is kind of hard right now because of uh, some of the trades that happened, the injuries, uh, the new protocols that are happening. So the adp everything is kind of all over the place so i know fantasy pros they update some of their adps they wait for some of uh for something to come up and they update it uh i believe we're going to be using the sleeper app for that for our draft so i've been doing mock drafts on both of them but the adps on all of them are just all over the place still so it makes sense and this is kind of why i do our draft and i suggest it for everyone else doing drafts just days after the preseason games are done and just a few days before um, Thursday Night Football. This year's Cowboys versus Bucks, um, and we're having it the Tuesday before because it's safer. We know who's injured. No one's really training anymore. No one's practicing that week, it's, you know. And you just have a lot more information on what the team's looking yeah, exactly. at for the, for the year. You imagine, like, guys who last couple of years have been picking, like, Antonio Brown two years ago, or they picked up Le'Veon Bell. They probably wished, or the year before that, they probably wished, you know, they had a little more time or information before they had done it. But, you know, it happens. I know my buddy Trey had that issue. Um, I forgot who had Le'Veon Bell a few years ago, but, you know, it kind of screwed him over. All right, what are you looking at right now since you're up next? I just picked up Odell Beckham. I'll say real quick, I would normally not pick up Odell Beckham because – one, he's always going to be double teamed as respectively he should be, and second, he gets hurt a lot. There's just not but a lot of reliability on him. The sixth round is not a bad pick. That's true. He's not a third rounder or a fourth rounder. He's six, and that's you're absolutely right. Art, right, what are you looking at? So I'm looking at the wide receivers. There's not one that like really, really stands out to me that I'm like, oh, I, I need to have this guy. I mean, there's some guys there that I'm like, okay, you know, would be a good pick. However, I already have um, – I have one with Terry McLaurin. So there is – I could go Curtin Sutton. I could mm-hmm. go Chase Claypool. He was winning uh, last season. Uh, Whatever Big Ben was actually been good. Jerry Judy. Uh, I could even go Will Fuller, except I do need that double, that wide receiver two. I also do need a QB. Um, so I, just to give me a little bit more time since I do come back. Would you suggest, Lewis, at this round, sixth round, barely getting your – oh, in this case, he doesn't – he gets in – he'll probably get in the seventh. But would you go not getting two wide receivers this late? I mean, it's he's, he's only got one. Would you suggest it for a normal person? Would you honestly, say that? Honestly, I think this – typically receivers, there's so many great receivers in the league, to be honest with you. Okay. I think if you haven't had, gotten a quarterback, I think I would probably go receiver in QB maybe. We're going case, into the eighth round already. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seventh round. Seventh round, I'm sorry. Uh, but honestly, you could also just go throughout the year just streaming quarterbacks, which is what I've usually done in the past, and you could still be successful doing it that way. 
This the is crazy. thing that I'm looking at is I could go down the list. I could go deeper into it and pick someone that I don't think is going to come back. Um, but I think I'm going to. Because you're not drafting again to the end, end right. of the eighth. That's why you're saying this. Okay. Yeah, you're trying to strategize ahead of time for you. Yes. What's for you. Gotcha. Yeah, again, a lot of the uh, running backs around the seven or eight, they're kind of slimming down. Like, you know, there's some good picks. There's not. So. And a lot of them, like we were talking about earlier, you really yep. question their health. That's so I'm, I'm going to go with another one, another uh, RB just to most be safe on that flex spot. Um, and then hopefully the wide receiver that I'm looking for falls back down. Personally, San Francisco running backs just scare me. You just never know who's going to be. But they also scare you on the injury list because they're so injured. <laughs> Yeah. Their scheme is great for running backs oh, for because sure. they don't rely too much on Jimmy Garoppolo. And in this case, last year, they didn't have Jimmy Garoppolo most of the time because he was out hurt. Um, so they relied running back. So if you pick up a running back from San Francisco, you're probably in a good spot. But San Francisco also has Trey Lance. So who knows? Yes. We'll, we'll see. I'm picking up next. I need to see actually who I need because I'm so distracted talking to y'all. <laughs> Oh, so this is where I would still probably need to either fill up my flex or do I want to go with my QB? Cortland Sutton, not a great year last year because he was hurt. So that's why he only got 10 points overall in 2020. But the year before that, he was a breakout star, a breakout athlete. Um, but the problem with for me for Sutton is that he has Drew Locke as a quarterback. That's yep. ugly. Who wants Drew Locke? I would hope no Denver fans out there do, but, you know, some might. So for that, I'm still going to pick up, you know, Court Because <laughs> 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 at this point, you need to fill out your flex, right? So that's kind of what I'm going for right there. But these are my real drafts. So we're, not, we're not doing the real draft for another five weeks. Thank God. It gives me more time to, like, really figure out. And, of course, tonight we're going to figure out where our draft spots are. We're going to figure out who's number two, who's number seven, who's number 12. And here I'm about to pick up uh, Devontae Parker, which I'm actually surprised for. That's the seventh. He's clear wide receiver one over there still in Miami. Interesting. With Tua there, or hopefully even with the trade rumors with uh, Deshaun Watson going over there. Well, that's going to be a tough. That would have mean that Miami would have to give up a load, and pretty much they took the load from Texans when they got uh, the left tackle. Um Jesse, what are you thinking right now? You look at your roster. What do you look more looking at right now? Well, I definitely need a QB, and I think I'm working on my flex. Okay. Let's take a look. Let's take a look here. So you do need a QB. You need a flex. Defense, you also need that. I think we all need that defense. But we all normally know. Lewis, how early would you pick up a defense this year? Is it reliable? I wouldn't even pick a defense to the last round. Really? You're not going to go? two rounds. No. I, every year I've always screamed defenses. It does get tough in team in uh, in leagues where people like holding on to two defenses for whatever reason. I don't agree with it. I don't think you need two defenses on your team. But that's when it gets difficult on screaming defenses. Right. Art, you have a friend last year who joined the league. You know, he's a big Patriots fan. Uh, he picked – a few players early on that you didn't expect, like Gronk and Tom Brady, earlier rounds they would have gone. He also got a defense super early, about the ninth or tenth round. Um, he barely he made six plays, I believe, overall last year in the playoffs. He ended got first round exit. Would you agree an early 
defense as well or not? If there is one that you're eyeing, I will probably just pick it up at the like the earliest round. I will pick it will be the 13, like end of the 13, beginning of the 14th round. Gotcha. That's where I would pick my defense, just because it, it allows me to either pick up a backup player for a tight end if I went tight end late, or someone else that I'm like, you know, this might be a breakout candidate for my last round pick. Mm, gotcha. But no, I, I would not go. Defense early. Six or between the sixth and, and tenth round to pick up a defense. I also think this year being a, a, a two-flex season is going to make it more – the defense less reliable because you're going to want that bench to be stacked. I think if you go for defense early on, I think you really hurt yourself. But we don't know, right? Like everyone has a different mindset. Jesse, you picked up uh, – let's take a look. What would you pick up right now? DJ Shark. That's a good pickup, actually. I mean, it's still say what? Wide receiver one, two in Jacksonville? Yeah. Yep. I mean, they got Trevor Lawrence. I think that's actually a fantastic pick. Good move there, Jesse. Uh, what are you looking at right now with 10 seconds left? Maybe Melvin Gordon. Okay. Okay. Running back, you know, he just left Denver, right? Didn't he resign with somebody? Yeah, I think he – I believe he did resign with someone. I don't know with who, though. Got you. I can't remember exactly you either. Let's take, I'll take a look right now. And then here for another flex case, I'll probably be going Naeem Hines. Naeem Hines was actually really great last year for a flex. Mm. So Melvin Gordon still with still Denver. With the, with I, don't know, yeah. I don't so know why. He's still the one. Why, why was I thinking I heard rumors that he wasn't? I'm, I'm not sure. I could be mistaken. They were saying that he wasn't because of Javante. That they traded in, they drafted Javante Williams, and they thought they were going to get rid of Melvin Gordon. Mm. But Melvin Gordon's still the one. Javante will be the two. Melvin Gordon, when healthy and when motivated, he's still good. I mean, but I just feel like in the last couple of years, he hasn't played motivated. Last year, he said he wanted to make the Chargers kind of pay for not paying him, but then he didn't really show up, so it really backfired on him. Uh, Naeem Himes, why did you go with the running back two uh, for the Colts? Do you feel like – Jonathan Taylor's not a real number one. What are, what are you thinking, Lewis? Uh, I'm thinking just PPR-wise. Last year, they seemed to have a lot of play calling over there and uh, with the Colts uh, as far as passing to their running back. Also, I think once – is it Carson Wentz over there right now? But he's injured. He's, so he's injured, out correct. for the season he's right now. Is he out for the season? He's out for five, out for five to 12 weeks five with a foot injury. Weeks, yeah. So they might be training for Nick Foles. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> tell me – Lewis, you're a Cowboys fan. You're a rival of the of the Eagles. What were your thoughts on the whole Carson Wentz, Nick Foles drama as a Cowboys fan? As a Cowboys, honestly, so as a Cowboys fan, I just, you just instantly hate Carson Wentz, to mm -hmm. be honest with you. Uh, I don't ever – I think he just got lucky when they won, to be honest. And it wasn't even him who won it. It was Nick Foles who won it for him. Yeah. So he's not he's not a well-deserved champion. <laughs> In a lot of people's eyes, I would say. That's right? a Cowboys yeah. opinion, though. You, it's yeah. a little biased, but. So I'm going to pick up another part of my flex because I do need running backs. So I'm going to go with Damian Harris. In my opinion, clear number one running back for the Patriots. Um, I think they're going to be heavy run game still, even if they, when they picked up Hunter Henry um, and Jonah Smith and Nelson Aguilar for us, you know, passing weapons for Cam. Um I've got an arts opinion on this. Who do you think is more really going to be the quarterback overall for the Pats by the end of the season? Do you think it's going to be Cam or do you think it's going to be Mac? I want to say that's pretty tough. Last year they did have a lot of problems with Cam. I don't think the team chemistry was really there last year. Mm -hmm. 
uh, if they could get that situation situated, I think Cam still has a good shot at being QB one. To be honest with you. All right, what are you looking at right now? Late in the I need a wide receiver. I think I'm going to stack it up with Brady and uh, Antonio Brown. Nah, that makes uh, a lot of sense. Makes sense. Last season, whenever he did start playing, he was putting up between 15 to almost between 10 and 20 points uh, mm-hmm. every other week. Whenever he did play, he varied. He is touchdown dependent, but he did have that chemistry with Tom Brady more than we've seen with Godwin and Evans. So I feel that. Drafting Antonio Brown at this stage, it might be a it's almost a steal. It's, I would yeah, say exactly. yeah, it's almost a steal. You're looking, you pick him up late on the eighth. And then now do you worry? Because I'm looking at your roster right now, and then both him and McLaurin and Ian Brady, they're all got the same bye week at nine. Right. Of course, still gonna be in teammates, right? So does that worry you in the long run for week nine, or do you feel like you just need to have a strong showing up until then? So I just have to have a strong showing up till then. Now okay. I wouldn't do this, but yet again, I'm, I'm tempted to because he did drop back down. Um, however, I do need another wide receiver. Okay. So I'm debating whether I should go wide receiver or, like you said, just be safe with however many people I have on my bye weeks already. So I already have three people on week nine, and I have two people on week 13. So let me see. I think I'm going to do it. I probably would not do this, but who knows? I'm waiting for your pick to like the anticipation. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Ooh. So why why that route? So Ryan Tannehill has one of the wide receiver ones that are going on the second round, third round. Uh, so they have A.J. Brown, and they just signed Julio Jones. So he has two good weapons on that. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with the upside on if – Willie Jones does what he does best, score okay. touchdowns, and then A.J. Brown uh, makes those nasty plays. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, maybe it helps me out there on that week nine. Um, Lewis, would you that. have projected two quarterbacks by nine rounds, or would you have waited a little longer for a second quarterback? Personally, I probably wouldn't even go second QB. In my, I would just, when it came to it, I would probably just stream uh, QB without dropping Dak Prescott. Of course, I'd, I'd Really do have high hopes this season for him. Yeah, for sure. And looking at this point, my roster, I'm pretty good, I believe, on my, you know, my team, my roster, and I got one good flex player, one bench player right now. I desperately do need a quarterback at this point. Nine rounds in, you're going to need something. Ryan Tannehill was definitely somebody that I would (laughs) definitely look at. Is that kind of why you went there? That's that's the other thing. If you're new, like Jesse is right now, if you know the person – before or behind you need a player, that's a good way to snipe them. You want you want to chop block them? You want to chop block them. So I knew the next – I knew Jose Luis needed a, a quarterback. So he kind of sniped me with Otto Beckham and Quan Sutton on those two. Oh, but, I hurt you? I'm sorry. I didn't know. Well, <laughs> I would not have picked up Beckham, but – You think the, like, the sudden one kind of hurt you a little bit? No, then? the sudden – well, I let, I let him go. So oh, okay, I knew okay. that, but – so, Jose did, did just get Jalen Hurts, though, which I actually prefer over Tannehill just because Jalen Hurts definitely has more of that run game. Mm-hmm. And what did, he, what did he start last year? Two games, three games towards the end of the season? He started like the last four or five. And what did he get, and 15 he, to 25 fantasy yep. points? I actually really like that. He was just a good uh, spot right there, especially this late in the game. Um, I've already gotten established my core, which, again, that's great. 
quarterbacks will get you a lot of points. I, I almost feel like it doesn't matter what quarterback you pick up. Like, I just wouldn't focus on Patrick Mahomes or something early on. I've made that mistake last year. I did Lamar Jackson third round, and where did they get he me? Didn't do they didn't, he didn't do shit for me. He did great for me two years ago, which is why I had done it. But last year, no, no, it just hurt me. And so waiting now, waiting patiently for something. Yes, a lot of good quarterbacks did go, but I feel like Jalen Hurts is going to be up there too. Mm-hmm. At least maybe top 10, you know, I'll say. You know, it's not the best, but he'll get you the points. Mm-hmm. Lewis, you made your pick. Who was that right now? I did uh, Philip Lindsay. I think he's going to be a clear uh, running back one over there in Houston. Even with David Johnson there? like Yeah. yeah a, David Johnson's not the same guy he used no, to be. No, he's not. But I think David Johnson might get the third and fourth round uh, snaps or, or fourth down snaps. But Interesting. I think Philip, Philip Lindsay might be the workhorse this year. I actually disagree. I actually think Philip really? Lindsay is the uh, number two. I think David Johnson's still a clear number one. Because David Johnson was number one last year. And, and towards the end of the season, I think he got either COVID or he got hurt. He came back, and he actually performed very well towards the long run. I know. I had him on my roster. <laughs> um, so he's not the David Johnson of old, not the young Arizona kid anymore. But he still has that knowledge. He still has experience. And sometimes that grit, um, you know, is a little better overall in the long run. Um, Jesse, who did you end up picking up right now? I needed a QB. So Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. That's a good that's a good pick. Maybe 50-50. Um, last couple of years, Matt Ryan has not been the Matt Ryan that went to the Super Bowl. Um, ever, pretty much ever since the Super Bowl back in 2017. Mm-hmm. Just a rough, rough time. He does uh, have Calvin Ridley. And he got Kyle Pitts. But and is that is that Kyle enough Pitts. for you to want to get Matt Ryan? You still there passing dependent? Or, I, mean, I we don't really, think they're going to be run dependent. Yeah. I think – a lot of people think by getting Mike Davis in on the team, they're going to go run heavy on that, just kind of like what he did in uh, Carolina last season. Okay. But I believe that they, by them trading on Julio Jones because they got Kyle Pitts, I believe they're still going to go uh, throw heavy on that. Okay. Okay. Boy, win them games? I don't know. Yeah. Jesse, what are you looking at right now? Um, looking at a, a running back. Another running back. Okay, so that's a good pickup. I, I mean, that's a good idea. I mean, right now he's got only three running backs. I mean, we're in the tenth round. Who who sticks out to you, and what are you looking James at? James Conner. James Conner, and why is he sticking out to you? Uh, consistent. Yeah, really. I was, oh, I was hoping he fell down. So why is it? Uh, is a stats look consistent? Okay, so I'm gonna tell you this right now. He's not consistent. He's actually injured a lot. But but. It's actually a good steal. It is because, a good steal for how late in the because he's now on a new team. They're not in, he's not playing in cold weather anymore, which is right. what he was doing. And this is a guy who's been hurt a lot. Cold weather, you know, if not me, but other people know, like fit guys like Lewis and Art, they know that <laughs> <laughs> I'm a husky fella, guys. I'm a husky fella. I mean, I can admit it, but you know that you know, like the bones, the muscles, it aches in the cold, you know, and still the cedars are in Pittsburgh. So it it would probably hold them back. Maybe you know then. The Steelers probably practiced tough, you know, and it held them back, you know, so I don't know. So what do you think? What With James Conner in Arizona, what do you think, Lewis? Uh, I think he might actually do pretty well there just because uh, Kyler Murray is a running uh, quarterback, so I think it will take some pressure off of him, and hopefully he'll be able to stay healthier. Do you think he beats out Chase Edmonds for a running back one? 
I think he definitely can, to be honest with you. Okay. So I don't think he beats him at a wide receiver. I'm sorry, the running back one spot. Okay. But we saw this last year. They used Canyon Drake to do the run. He was the he was the workhorse. Chase Edmonds was the pass catching. Yes. Chase Edmonds did his points Uh-oh. by doing the cast catching. Yeah, big loss. Canyon Drake. I can't find who I was gonna pick anymore. I think oh. he picked him up. Yeah. <laughs> Two, one. <laughs> what about that's an Aguilar? <laughs> <laughs> I, who I wanted to pick. I had just seen AJ Green on the board right now, and I couldn't find him. Who's AJ Green with now? Arizona He's with yeah. Arizona, Arizona, which I think would be a pretty good. He'd be opposite side of uh, Hopkins, which I mean, Hopkins is going to be double team all year. So AJ Green didn't pick. play well last year because he was he didn't still even feeling play last year. I think much. he was still feeling that lingering pain, right, of the yeah. ankle and everything. So. Right, going back to it, I think James Conner gets the Bernard. the running back one work, okay. and he's going to be used the same way that they used Kanye, uh, Kenny Drake. So that was a good steal. I think if it would have fallen all the way, I would have picked him up, even though I don't need another one. Mm-hmm. But yet again, it's where you get tilted. You know, like if that player falls to you, you're like, okay, do I pick him up? Do I not? Um, so it's on Mr. Gacho. I know. I got 40 seconds left. Don't rush me, boo. Got time here. Got time here. Let's see. See, Kenny and Drake, we're just talking about him, but I don't think he beats out Josh Jacobs for that spot. And he wasn't playing really well last year. Art, you had him uh, for most of the time with Chase Edmonds. So I think you would, you would agree with that. But there's not really much of a strong listing here towards the end. I mean, 12 man, you know, rosters or 12 man teams, you know, leagues, you know, they hurt. Um, so right now, with what I got, uh, uh, Baltimore defense. I want defense sent around right now. So AJ Green still on the board. I know, but he couldn't find. Yeah, it, I couldn't so. find him. It's so okay. That's who I would have picked. So is that what? Are, are you going to pick right now? You have two picks in a row I have right two now. Two picks on the row. So I do need two Q, uh, two QBs. No, I need two wide receivers right now. Okay. Um, and I got two that um. I like the upside that they may have on it, uh, so I'm just going to go back-to-back on those. Um, Henry Ruggs, okay, kind of their wide receiver two over there. Um, kind of two or three, really. Henry yep. Ruggs didn't have that great year that I feel like C.D. Lamb had, um, that Justin Jefferson had, but he still has potential, and I think it's more depending on like Derek Carr and what the Raiders do. Uh, Russell Gage, what made you? You've been talking about him a lot with me behind the scenes, outside of this. That's what, a great pick. what, what is really drawing him to you right now? So, it's the same thing with AJ Green. He's the he could be the number two. Uh, he's gonna AJ Green's gonna play on the opposite side of Hopkins, and it would be a great steal in the twelfth round if he comes back for Lewis. Uh, Russell Gage, I feel is the same thing. Right now, they have Kyle Pitts. And Calvin Ridley. Mm. Last year we saw that with Julio, Julio didn't really play that great, and Calvin Ridley was the number one on that. Oh, can I mention real quick that I just noticed it? I was because I haven't been on my phone because I'm trying to make sure the audio is working this time because we've had audio issues before. Did you really tell somebody in our league that the toilet bowl champion gets second pick overall? <laughs> <laughs> so as you know that's uh, not true by the way so, the fact that he actually believed that no no that he, if oh. he believed that okay okay that's even funnier though because i was just being 
joking, I just didn't put LOL or H A H A the ha 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 afterwards. So if you believed it, that's pretty great. All right, my gosh. All right, so I'm going to go with Kenny Drake. You never know if something could happen to running back number one. Um, so I'm hoping the best for Josh Jacobs. Lou, I know you like doubling up on ones and twos for the same team sometimes. I definitely do. Sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. Okay. I was just making sure because you had that face where you're just like, damn it. <laughs> so I just want to be sure. Personally, here I am going Tony Pollard. I was just telling Jose earlier, I was definitely kind of scared on getting uh, – Honestly, touching anyone from Dallas just because Dak Prescott spreads the ball really well, so you just won't know who to play receiver-wise. Um, as far as running backs go, I really do think they're going to go more run committee this year. And last year when Zeke was out, Tony Pollard was excellent. I think that was a pl- I could have won a playoff matchup if I picked up Tony Pollard last year. It just wasn't going to be against me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, so far, we're now in the 11th round. How are you feeling so far about this draft, Jesse? I mean, first time experience. We've talked about you playing fantasy football with us before. How do you feel so far? I feel pretty good, man. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty good, huh? I mean, this is like, does it make you want to maybe play fantasy football in the future? It really does. Okay, okay. Why? Is this like for the competition, the fun? I, mean, I love the competition. Um I love how easy it is. It really does make it really easy. Okay, yeah. This might feel like the easy part now. The pressure of week to week having to make your roster starting lineup, all that stuff, that that might be a different story. Um, Art, you, this is only your third year playing. How did you feel your first year playing? How, what, As a new back then, how are you feeling since you're the more recent newest person? So on the first year, I didn't know squat or what I was doing, and I did make a really stupid trade of Aaron Jones to for uh, Terry Cohen, the guy who end up would end up being the champion too. Right. Uh, so one thing that you can look at just starting up is seeing what team the other player goes for. If you guys have a Patriots hard dying Patriots fan on your Ross on your fantasy, then you know you might want to trade some. Do I have a uh, Patriots? Yeah, oh, we I have Brian. Brian. Oh, Brian. Um, Brian, if you guys have a bunch of Cowboys fans, you know, if you have a good pick, you might get two guys out of it. So that was my mistake that first year. I, I feel – well, even even if you're an experienced veteran as far as fantasy football, I feel like you can still make that mistake. Uh, I mean, I picked Julian Edelman the last two years, and I'll say two years ago that was a great pickup. Last year was a definitely big mistake. Uh, I've seen Lewis, I've had Mikey uh, play as well, and they've made those mistakes where they pick up some Cowboys players. I mean, they pick up Zeke. They still rely on Zeke, and he's he's burned them nonstop. With, you know, his legs are still in Cabo. I mean, Cowboys fans are hoping he otherwise. He great this year, though. I don't know if you've kept up with his offseason training, but I mean, he's weighing the same weight he would in freshman year. Of you know, I, can tell you, I can tell you Cam looks great, too. That doesn't mean I'm going to rely that Cam's going to be great. You know, looking great don't mean you're going to perform great. So, We'll see. He finally found AJ Green. What is so big about AJ Green that to make me want to go for him? I just kind of like him just because he'll be playing on the opposite side of Hopkins. I think Hopkins is going to be double teamed a lot this year, uh, just because he's a clear wide receiver one over there. So as far as and I'm getting him in the 12th round. I mean, at that point, that's, that's almost like a steal. Almost yeah, two wide receiver point, ones probably I, on the same team. At that point, I don't plan on playing him over the other receivers I have, but I do have that bench depth which in a 12-man league is what you really need. 
Absolutely. So I'm on the clock right now. I need to really build up that bench. I feel like most of the times I end up hurting myself in the league long run because of the bench. Um, and I got two running backs on the bench right now, so I feel like I'm definitely going to have to go, you know, passing. But there's nothing that's really popping right now except, ooh, um, maybe I'll go this route. Maybe not. Let's see. You know what? We're talking about it. I'm debating on Hunter Henry, but I lost time. So, I ended up, who the hell did I pick up? <laughs> Tavis Murray. Murray. God damn it. There's a problem posting a podcast and you're fucking talking and then you just end up getting auto-picked. Okay. Well, I guess I get three running backs in the freaking bench. I mean, that's not too bad, I guess, but it's not really helping the cause. Art, what were you going to go with? So, I know my running backs. I mean, I have good running back core on it. I can play him in and out. Um, where I'm hurting, I know I'm hurting on is on my wide receivers. Why do you say that? You have McLaurin, you have Brown, you have Ruggs, and you have Gage. So, Wait, Gage not it? that I'm uh, yeah. Henry Ruggs and Russell Gage. Yeah. So I'm not not that I'm hurting hurting on it. It's just death wise on my weeks because I already stacked up a bunch of nine and number sixes and number thirteen. So I'm one mistake that I've done. And that's why I'm kind of like doing this a little bit more thoughtful on it is picking players that fall in the same bye week. Okay. And it ends up hurting me at the in the long run. Okay. Um, so that's that's the reason why I'm just playing a little more cautious on this one. But I do need a little bit more time. Does it feel a little more stressful right now with the fact that we are 12 men, you know, team league this year compared to other years? So I mean, you've you've had 10 men, but now we're 12. So there's less players. And you, like I said, I'm on the number one right now. This is not going to happen on the actual draft. You're right, the champion of last year, he'll be the I have to pick. think about where or which players are going to come back and which players are not. So that's what I'm looking at right now. Gotcha, gotcha. Lewis, are you looking for any handcuffs this season? Are you looking for... You're a handcuffed man, and I've noticed this the last two years. For sure. I think this year I might actually avoid it a little bit. It just depends who you draft. Like, personally, this on this mock draft, I've drafted uh, Derek Henry, which, honestly, the, he's pretty healthy throughout the whole season. So I think that's why this year or this mock draft, I actually didn't look for the handcuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to go with Evan Ingram. That's kind of what I was going to go for. Um Backup tight end, but also could be used as a flex. Doesn't really need to, you know. We had a few years ago, uh, buddy Kevin, who's uh, rumored to rejoin the league uh, for this year. Um, he did a he did a dual tight end um, to begin the year. I don't remember, I don't know if you remember that. I do remember. Um, I believe he had picked up uh, Ertz from the Eagles and Kittle. Um, so I think they they stayed healthy for the most part, but they weren't consistent together. Uh, which makes a lot of sense. You know, tight ends aren't always as consistent because that's not the game plan, right? Um, with that said, we've had the Patriots who are a dual tight end threat before. Do you, Lewis, do you think Hunter Henry and Jono Smith are that real dual tight end threat? Because I'm 50-50 on it as a Pats fan. Honestly, I think in general I'm 50-50 with the Patriots. I think last year was just a rough season for the Patriots, and this year I think they're, they're definitely going to have a QB controversy. 
which is not a bad thing. Not a bad thing, correct? It helps the competition. Uh, trying to see who I'm gonna pick up right now because I'm currently on the clock. Yeah, you got 20 seconds. We'll go Austin Hooper. I think it's a safe tight end. That's bet. a good pickup for the Browns, right? He's not done, so that's not a bad pickup. Art, knowing that this probably won't happen this late in the game, but do you think it's weird that Gronk is still on the board? I mean, most likely Brian, as we mentioned, will pick him up early <laughs> um, or as his backup tight end. Um, are you surprised that a guy who is a clear-cut Hall of Famer is not being viewed at right now? So it, I, it goes back to the same conversation that we're having. You know, if they are touchdown dependent, mm-hmm. Gronk is touchdown dependent. He is older. However, yet again, he has that chemistry with Brady. So we know that on three, third and fourth round, Sorry, third or fourth down, okay. and they're close to the end zone. He will connect to one of his connections, and that one being Rob Kowski. Okay. All right, Jesse, what are you looking at right now, Papas? What are we trying to pick here? Um, looking at running backs. Running backs. Do you feel like you're behind on that, or do you feel like you just want to like really, you know, make it your core? I do. I want to be well-rounded. Well, I mean, I'm looking at your team right now, and you have four good running backs, I would say. Eckler, pass catcher, Henderson, declared number one running back now for the Rams. So what do you think I'm missing? If I had to say for you right now, I would probably say, I mean, building your bench, running back or wide receiver would be good right now. Just build your bench. That's what I would say. Okay. It's too late. No, sorry. (laughs) What's your pick? Okay, I'm in. I mean, that's – not bad. It's Dolphins. It's tough. They also have good running backs. I feel like they had a lot of good steals last year, just the same way with the Niners. Um, but, I mean, that's not a bad pickup. I mean, that's pretty much the backup to my guy, I think. So, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Lewis, late rounds. We're now in the 14th round. What is your priority at the end? Uh, so typically 14 and 15, if you're doing kicker and defense, that's what you're kind of looking at. But luckily this year, we decided to go away from kicker because mm-hmm. I don't know. Kickers could be a weird thing in a league, to be honest with you, because they either win a team because last year kicker from oh, you, the Falcons, your young hoe who <laughs> <laughs> was literally winning everyone's weeks. He was getting 15 to 20 points just by kicking field goals. So, But did that hurt you more because you drafted him and then dropped him? Yeah. So personally, <laughs> I'm taking that personal this year. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Makes sense. Art, what are you looking at this late in the round? Um, what are you – are you missing anything big or do you feel like you're pretty solid at this point? So I think I'm pretty solid. I mean, I did draft John Brown and Henry Ruggs. So – Henry Ruggs could be the one. We don't know if he's the one or not. John Brown could come in and take the the number one spot because he is the veteran on that. Um, okay, he's got four seconds. So on that one, I just went for that one just to see what happens on that one. Um, I could draft another tight end just to be safe. I could flex him if it's a good mm-hmm. tight end on it. Um, could pick up a handcuff uh, to one of my running backs, to my running back one. So, yeah, I could go either way on that one. Interesting. Lewis, I'm surprised you picked up Deshaun Jackson. Why is he queued up for you? What I mean, he's been really injured the last couple of years. He definitely has, but going to 
to the Rams with Matthew Stafford, correct? The new QB over there. Okay. I think he could definitely be a pretty good asset. The one or two games Deshaun Jackson played last year, the one game he did play last year, he definitely had a real big boom. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of going off of that. I mean, I mean, we're in the 14th round, so we're just building the bench at this point. Absolutely. And I'm up. I still have about less than 40 seconds left right now. I'll be honest with you at this point, I'd be looking for my second quarterback. I haven't picked one up, just like I picked up my first one late. Picking up my second one late, too. So I think I'm going to go with the young stud. The number one draft pick of the 2021 NFL draft, Mr. Sunshine himself, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, what do you think about Trevor Lawrence's rookie season will be like this? Have they announced if he's going to be QB1 yet or anything? I mean, come on. This come is on. true. This is true. Gardner Minshew, you really think Mr. Mullet Man, Mustache Man is going to beat him? I think he definitely has some weapons over there that he could definitely uh, use. I think he'll have a decent rookie season. I'm not expecting too much. I don't have my hopes high. I think a QB is the hardest position to get into the league as. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's not, I don't think he's going to have a breakout year like Justin Herbert. No. But he could. He I mean, we never know. Could. But there's a guy who's got Etienne, a pass catching running back. He's got DJ Chart. He could attract players over there. I mean, you wouldn't really think about that about the Jaguars. Jaguars isn't really a team that you'd be like, oh, I want to go to Jacksonville. But hey, no taxes over there. If you're playing football, that might be an attraction. And you got a good quarterback. And you, I mean, they, they made it with freaking what, Blake Bortles to yeah. freaking AFC Championship. You're gonna, you're probably gonna give Trevor Lawrence a shot. Art, what are you looking at for your final two picks? So I'm, I'm gonna go wide receiver again. Okay. Um, gonna go with Gabriel Davis from Buffalo. With that whole thing of Cole Beasley might not being being able to play, he does go up there. You're, so you're, that. you're betting on the vaccination I'm policy issue. <laughs> The other one that I'm going to pick, just I, I probably wouldn't do this if I had picked uh, tight end that early. Okay. But his possible outtake on being one of the main options uh, might come in handy, though, because Michael Thomas is out for yeah. the first four weeks, most likely. So he won't come back. I just, after I, bye. I'll be honest, I just wouldn't pick up Michael Thomas at all. I had him. I think he was my pick last year first, and it burned me. I uh, traded him late to Lewis. <laughs> and not only that, but you, the QB situation over there is still you. We don't know what's going to happen over there. Who would you have? Year. Would you start Personally, Hill? I would go Winston. I think okay. Winston is more of a QB than uh, yeah. Taysom Hill. I think Taysom Hill is definitely more of a flex play for trick plays, but that's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. I just want Troutman just because. We don't know who the QB is on that, but they don't have any wide receiver weapons right now. So seems like a good fantasy option right now. I understood. And I have uh, four four wide receivers, but they're all in my starting lineup. I think I do need one for the bench. I think a uh, solid wide receiver, too. And I have two here that are sticking out to me, Sterling Shepard and Jalen Rager. Two solid wide receiver twos. Well, not regular, really. Uh, I think Shepard would be more I think I like Shepard a little bit mm -hmm. more. Yeah, he's been more consistent. And let's see, maybe this is a time for Danny Dimes. Um, I have Jalen Hurts as my quarterback, but I don't really trust Rager yet. Um, I think he was a mistake for a pickup in the draft two years ago. So I'm going to go with Shepard as my last pick for the mock draft. 
And here is I'm going to defense. Last pick, I don't have a defense on my team. Gonna need a defense. So I think I'll be going with the Cleveland Browns. I think last year they were pretty consistent throughout the season. But like I said, I do stream defenses. So it's just gonna be based off of who they're playing. Interesting choice. Interesting choice. So do you think the are do would you say the Browns had a strong defense last year? It wasn't the Dallas defense. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you're picking them. <laughs> I, guess I just want to know because I, I here's the thing I've been arguing. Actually, the most consistent defense was Pittsburgh, I believe. Correct. Yeah, for the for the first part yeah. of this year. Yeah. See, here's the thing, and, I, and I've been I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at the Patriots were actually the number one pick, unless you already had the Browns queued up. I'm argue I've been arguing with Art and my brother-in-law Alex that the Patriots didn't have most of the defense last year. This is true, and now they're gonna get them back. And the year before that, they were a top 10 defense. Actually, they were ranked number one overall. The first, like, what, nine weeks, they were yeah, number they were. one. Um, so I'm just surprised they didn't get picked up. Who did you pick up last, Jesse? Uh, Jalen. Bigger? Yeah. Okay, cool. So right now, everyone's grade should be up. So, Jesse, I'll start with you. Who's What, what grade did you get? B+. Plus. What uh, overall score of eighty eight out of hundred? Not bad, Lewis. Who did you? What did you get? I actually got a C minus seventy out of hundred, oh. which I'm actually really surprised. Okay, but I mean, you you've admitted that you haven't practiced, you know, this whole no, time. No, yeah, so. correct. I haven't done any sort of research this year yet. Uh, I typically start around this time for my fantasy team. Sounds good. All right, what did you get a score? So of? Mine's a C, seventy four out of hundred. Interesting. I'm surprised. <laughs> so Jesse, the dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a 97 out of 100. I got an A plus. <laughs> and you can look over if you want to have a proof. You know, if you don't believe me. I mean, everyone's seeing it right now on the pod. So, I mean, just, <laughs> anyways. All right. Let's look at overall the projected standings and everything that, you know, we normally get to see on Fantasy Pros because Fantasy Pros is pretty good. Overall, I got number one, Jesse, aka Daddy. <laughs> overall, was number four. And then in yeah, this buddy. order, Art and then Lewis were 10 11, mm-hmm. respectively. Now, Art has the second best starters. I have the first. And then Jesse has the second best bench. You know, the, the thing, though, is at the end of the day, your draft does make it. But at the, throughout the season, if you're not on it on top of waivers, that the waivers is really what, what wins you your season. Does this kill you though? Like, let me ask you. Like no, after draft, no. after draft, does this normally kill somebody? Like if you like you drafted and you were lower than you expected? Uh, no. I mean, it definitely can. You just kind of you can't fold on your team. You haven't even had one week yet. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to play it out. Personally, I think I have really really solid team. Got you. All right. What you what you think overall of your score? You think it reflects what it will actually happen? So I don't I think, think it will it does I don't think it reflects that because yet again, like if we're looking at the starters, like the starters, my starting core is really strong on it. So yes, like I, I said again, you know, like a lot of them fell on week nine, week six, uh, week six. So my bench is the one that's really, really hurting me on the overall score though. Okay. Now picking the QVs early, that's what screws it up too. So I probably would not pick up a QB that early on it, but I wanted to see what would happen on it. Okay. I think it's time. I think it's time for us to figure out what we're going to do while my son is screaming. And I don't know if it's being picked up on the audio or not. But <laughs> <laughs> so screaming the whole pod. I, I think it's okay. I think nobody hears it. But 
I think it's time, guys, to like figure out if it's who gets what draft picks. Um, Art overall, what are you what are you aiming for right now uh, in the twelve man league? So I would like to draft early just to get a good running back. I think that's what everyone wants. Right. Yet again, with how QBs have been messing up some of the running back spots with the uh, motions and uh, their their new set of legs. Uh, that kind of does screw up some of the running back values. Mm-hmm. So ideally, I would like to pick at the end of the draft. Just because you get those two picks at the end, you have a little bit more time to think what you're going to get instead of, you know, right off the bat, you're, okay, McCaffrey Cook. So you have a little bit more time to actually think at the end of the rounds. Got you. Lewis? I'm hoping for a top five pick. At least I would like a top five running back. Uh, however, I mean, in the snake draft, it's kind of nice also being at the end because you get your two back-to-back picks at the same time. So you could go get top 12 running back and you could get the number one receiver too if you wanted to. This is going to be a rough one. So, Jesse, do you know why you're here today? <laughs> because I needed to school these guys. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like you schooled them? Um, I think – I got lucky and being able to see like the the record like the records from the previous years, like the stats mm-hmm. from the previous years definitely helped. Um, but like uh, Lou was saying, I don't think this is like the make it or break it in point of the game. You either get a head start or you're just fighting from like like last place. But I mean anything could happen, like did mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Player, players get injured. The other thing that we have to know is Jesse has not played fantasy. Okay. He does not follow football. Sure. So he is not drafting people on the name. But to be fair, too, the reason I brought him, too, was to mess y'all up. Right. Like, he did a lot of picks, and it ended up overall. And actually, some picks were really good. So no, no, no. Theoretic- I mean. Theoretically, he, he kind of hurt y'all. Did y'all feel any, like, pressure of, like, some of the picks he made? Of course, different story, right, when we actually do the draft. We're actually going to be competing not with you know computers. We're actually going to be competing against eleven other people yes. each respectively. But uh, I guess the point I was trying to make is that when you don't draft on the name, okay, and you like just say you know you're able to look at the stats, the consistency, and everything, but you're not looking at their names. That also helps you a lot. So maybe not since you haven't since he hasn't played. It might be good that he joins in fantasy football. You know he might actually win it because he's not drafting on the capital of the name on, of the player. Right. So right now I'm just making a roulette for us so Jesse can pick it. Um, this is going to be rough <laughs> because we're all anticipating, hoping we get the number one pick. You know well, actually, here, we're not right? getting a number one I mean, pick, number two. So, number two, so. sorry. Best be number two pick. Because so. yeah. number one went to Toilet Bowl, right? No. no I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, and, and Toilet Bowl did not get number two. <laughs> <laughs> and number two does not get – Number two pick, either. Oh, so, you're right. Yes, yes, yes. I understand what you're saying. So, so he's saying, yeah. So this is gonna be rough. This is gonna be scary. Um, Jesse, are you ready? Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I don't like the way you said it. <laughs> he's scaring me. I always do. All right, I'm gonna see you real quick. Just wanna be sure that I got everything right. Yeah, I, th- I mentioned this. Oh, guys, uh, we're talking about also like the uh, the NBA, you know, free agency. 
Art, you're a big Chicago man. How do you feel about Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso joining the Bulls? I feel like they're going to complement a lot of the teams that are in there. Levine, Butler, they're going to get complimented by these new add-ons. So we'll see if – you know, I, we were talking about the super team. So yeah, I don't or I would not consider this a super team. But yet again, we've seen that in the finals not being the best decision. All right. All right, so this is how the countdown is going to be. It's going to, we're going to, we're, Jesse's going to spin the wheel, and we're not going to change any names because, of course, whatever, if you picked, if you got picked early, you got picked. We're going to start from 12, 11, 10, you know, all the way straight down to two. So we're going to do it backwards again. <sighs> yes, backwards again. So the real pressure's on to, like, the odds for getting, you know, number two is going to hurt overall. So lay it down so I can see it with you. I'll let everybody Trump know. Vote. No, I'm uh, so Number 12 pick. Nope. The last one goes to Mr. Got Your Ass. Well, I could be him. I don't know. Oh! oh Lewis is number 12 overall. Lou, how do you feel about that? Uh, honestly, I'm a little bit upset about it, but I was looking at his spin. I was like, man, it's going to be me. I already knew it was going to be me. But, I mean, at the end of the day. At least you're not in the middle. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, but overall, you do. You're the first to get two good players, right? So, so that that is get a top. I get potentially get a top ten running back, and I get like a top five uh, receiver. So it's not a bad place to be. Yeah. So Jesse, can you do us the honors? Number eleven. Who is it going to be? All right, guys. Anticipation is killing us, and that's Lewis again. Well, that's not going to happen. Oh! 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 <laughs> Marco is number 11. Um, Y'all know Marco, OG co-host of the pod. He's in the league. He's number 11. Woo. All right, Jesse. Who's number 10? Oh, man, this is this is kidding me on the inside a little bit. Oh. <laughs> Our good boy, Jay Pania, Mr. Second Place last season, is number 10th overall pick. Hold on, before you press the button, Art, the first three names are off the board. The first or the last three <laughs> picks are off the board. How do you feel? I know that's something you kind of wanted, but you also want probably maybe the first three picks. So how do you feel over that now that we know that Lewis, Marco, and Jay are the last last three of the first round? I mean, I think it benefits. So, like you said, now Lewis, it benefits him because he gets the first two, at least two top picks. In yeah. this draft, mm-hmm. Marco can get also two top picks. They, they, the um, three do. They're like that's that's the big point. Like the last three of the first round are also the first yes. three of the second, and those are huge. So, and maybe some people don't like it. Like when they get the last one, like Lewis had mentioned, he didn't like it because he doesn't get some of the early on best players, but he gets two of the best. The, the thing about the early picks is you're guaranteed a top three running back. That's why you want a top the that. So your strategy just has to change a little bit whenever you're in the back half of the draft. And oddly enough, guys, last year we since we were a ten man league, number ten won the league. Yep. So this actually could be a turnaround for you, Lewis, because you might actually win it this year if that you know consistently happens. But we don't know yet. Jesse, let's reveal number nine. And if it ends up being one of the same names that we've already picked, then we spin again. Oh, oh. Oh, it almost landed on me. It almost landed on me. Oh, shit. Uh, but no, it's my brother-in-law, Alex. Y'all seen on the pod. Uh, big Bears fan. Holy shit. I wish I could show you on the screen. Like, 
how close it really was to me. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, Jesse, go ahead. Pick the next one. Man, this is anticipation, man. Oh, oh so Nick. Nick, our boy Nick, Nick Schultz, I believe. Jesse, he's now in Cleveland, but he's in Ohio, right? Yeah, he's one of those. <laughs> you're close with him. Anyways, he's no longer in town, but uh, he's definitely going to be in the league. And he's got my boy. Good luck, buddy. Good luck. Good All luck. right. Go ahead, Jesse. Pick, spin the next one. So, I haven't had a double spin oh. yet. Oh, God. There it is. No! Oh, I looked out. Oh, twice? God. So, I got looked out. Oh, my God. I almost, I almost got stuck with, what is it, seven? Are we on? Yeah, we're on seven. Seven. Okay, so, so I avoid the bullet respin. This is a respin for seventh pick overall. And Brian is the number seven pick right now, which I think he'll say is lucky. He's recording that too. I think he'll say it's lucky because Tom Brady just won his seventh championship. So he might think it's his it's his time is meant to be. I wouldn't say that. I don't want number seven. I want one of the top three picks too, you know. So all right, Jesse. Wait, so actually, before we, we have a spin, Lewis, what do you think about those spots like seven, eight, nine? It's not those, as glamorous, maybe as those 10, are definitely going to be your rougher picks, to be honest. Personally, I think the best picks are going to be your top three picks and in the back half of the pick. That middle pick, you're definitely getting more of the average place just because mm. you're not getting that turnaround like a, as I am in a, at the 12th pick. Right, you're more limbo and stuff yeah, like that. Correct. So. All right. Without further ado, let's go with the number six pick. Go ahead, Jesse. This is right in the middle, too, huh? For real. I've been like, I see with my soul. Oh, oh. Michael Gonzalez, aka Mikey, aka Cookie Monsters. I mean, I mean, I hope he enjoys number six because he didn't <laughs> enjoy it, you know, the picks last year. So we'll see how that goes. Go ahead, Jesse. Spin the wheel. Four picks remaining. God, and my name is still up there. And Art's number five. Art, how do you that's feel a, about the number five pick? That's a. I mean, I have the option of drafting a top one, five player, a top five yeah. player on it. So I probably would not go wide receiver there. I would probably see if a, running a good back. running back falls through. But we looked at the options. There is still at the end of the rounds. We have Aaron Jones, Eckley. We have Chubb. So those fell down to the nine eight spot. So if I wanted to, well, I also, jump up. In this mock, we also they fell in the early second. Um, so right now, in projection wise, in ADP, right, it'll change more in five weeks. We've seen Zeke and Saquon, which have been two letdowns, you know, around the number five spot. Do you feel like those are guys you would pick up personally at the five? Uh, which ones though? Saquon or Zeke? Yeah, I would probably go with uh, Zeke or Saquon uh, on that. Really? Even though yeah. they've been performing bad or injured the last two years? Yes. Okay. All right. Just want to be sure. All right, Jesse, spin that wheel for number four. All right. I'll take it. Number four. I'll take the number four spot. Okay. Okay. Or Henry. Uh, so, I mean, could, right? I mean, Lewis is not going to get Henry early. No, but but we don't but we don't know what the number one pick will pick because he might not pick Chris McCaffrey. He might go with Derek Henry because that's who got him to the dance in the first place. Right. So we don't know yet. There's, there's no guarantees. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is great. 
there's no And you never know. Someone might want to pick their QB the first round, you know, so that means another great running back is going to fall to you. Absolutely. So now we're in the final th- two. I mean, I mean, top three. We know who Alex is number one. Uh, right now, I mean, we got Kevin and Fabian. Fabian was our 2019 champion. Kevin uh, took a sabbatical last season, so they're they're gonna get a top three pick. <laughs> so, so Kevin coming back into the league after taking a year off with a top three pick. Not bad. Damn. No controversies here. <laughs> Go ahead, Jesse. Spin the wheel. You know the problem is the wheel says all our names on there, so it's gonna be rough to see like whenever it gets them. So keep spinning until one of them is on there. The anticipation right now, man, is <laughs> and that's the rough part. This wheel is not eliminating names, so nope, that name's already been taken. My God. Oh, uh, damn it. <laughs> this, this might be a while. <laughs> why don't we redo the wheel? <laughs> and then just we could. Oh, oh. And Fabian lands at number three, which settles Kevin at, at number, number two. two. Damn. Damn. Thank you, that, Jesse. That, that's, that's some great luck of coming back. You're welcome, year. guys. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> you put me in order at the four or five spot. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks a lot. Right man. behind it. And you put Lewis last. Thank you. <laughs> Potentially first for the second round. If we did it the other way, if it, I would have gotten second pick, but we do it backwards. Yeah, we, I think it's more. It is definitely more uh, anticipating. I don't yeah, know. like you want that top spot. And so, so guys, good job. On this mock draft, great shit here. Jesse, thank you for joining us. I mean, of course. I know you know shit about football. Hey, got to be plus. All right, there you go. You you lasted better than these guys. So, <laughs> all right, guys, any final words? Lewis, any final words before? You know? Fun. Thanks for having me. Of course. Art, what you got? Nah, man, excited. It's actually better now because now I can start mocking on that position. Yeah, so, if you actually practice, we know where we're going to be it's at. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Uh. Jesse, do you have uh, any plugs for uh, the people that follow you to listen to you? Yeah, uh, I know I have like five fans out there that love me and my memes. So definitely follow me on, on Facebook. <laughs> you know what? He's actually he's hilarious, guys. He posts the, the best shit. I mean, sure, he's just sharing what other people's already seen, but it's some funny shit out there. I would but say. if you're easily offended. Oh, yes. Follow Jesse for sure. Please do. Sure, and follow all his bandmates on Dear Graceful. Yes, definitely. <laughs> We're on Instagram, Facebook. Band name is Dear Graceful. And, uh, you know, my name is Jesse Mendez, a.k.a. Daddy. That's right. Uh, Louis, where can they find you at if you want anyone finding you? Uh, they can just find me on Instagram under LAlanice22. But, yeah. All right. All right. Where can the people find you at? So they can find me at Beachbum AI. Um don't post any beach pictures though. But, <laughs> but you are a beach bum. <laughs> but I am a beach bum though. So, but if you guys have any questions design wise or anything, y'all know, uh, renovated my house. I work as uh, an architect right now. So just hit me up. Nice, nice. And you can follow me on Instagram at Jose Luis underscore 1990. You can follow me at Twitter at Jose Garza Jr. 10. And you follow the podcast, guys, on Instagram at Little Pinch Sports Podcast, on Twitter, Pinch Sports Pod. Follow, share. Subscribe, all the good shit, guys. We appreciate you listening. I know this is probably one of our longest episodes, but art, it's still not our longest. So we are Puro Pinches Sports, guys, and we are out.